cold, free to love, to each his own, free from bills, free from pills, you wrote the loud speakers blow, like it hard, you ease your soul and cleanse your mind, learn to fly to reach the stars, you take the time to look behind and say, look where I came, look how far I done came, you say the dreams What's up, you guys? Welcome to Tim Talks. I'm your host, Daniel Brooks, owner and creator of Good Counsel LLC, where we're here to make healing possible by connecting you to mental health and wellness professionals who can help you heal from whatever you may be dealing with. Visit us at wearegoodcounsel.com and let us get you on your start and on your journey to getting connected to a therapist who can help you with whatever your needs may be. Tonight, we have another phenomenal guest. He's a creator, a visionary, a leader, a mentor, a giver, an entrepreneur, risk taker, and a world changer. He doesn't fit into you whatever your traditional box of what you may think a mental health champion may be, but that's what makes him amazing. And he pushes the norms of what you think service looks like. He receives his BA in human services from Old Dominion University. He's a member of Omega Sci-Fi fraternity. He currently he is currently working towards his master's degree in social work, and he's the owner and creator of Humble Hustle Company Incorporated, Humble Hustle Clothing Company, and Imagine Me Mentoring here in Roanoke, Virginia. He's a friend. He's like a brother. Welcome none other than Xavier Tremaine Duckett. What's up, bro? <laughs> it was good. It was a good intro, man. That was a good intro. Hey, <laughs> man. I'm trying. You know, I. I you know, your 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 what you do precedes you. So I had to make sure that I, I had to give you, you know, the respect, you know, where respect is due. So how are you doing? I appreciate that. I'm good, man. I'm good. How you been I'm holding good. up, bro? I'm doing well, doing well, you know, yeah. just uh quarantining it up, trying to quarantining it out. You are doing a lot, man. You, you trying mm-hmm. to trying to stay busy, trying to stay active, um, constantly just trying to improve, you know, stay structured. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure, making sure that you know I'm I'm uh, still on the curve and and, and staying innovative. Most definitely. Uh, that when Most we come definitely. out of this thing, you know I'm not behind. Most definitely. Most That's definitely important to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, bro, let's let's get into it. I know that, that people want to hear about you, and I'm excited to kind of go on your journey <laughs> a little bit too. So, right. um, as I said in in the opening, you know your, your how you got here in your journey is, is non-traditional in the way you mm-hmm. choose to like impact lives. It's not just this normal path that we right. may think of, of service. So take us on your journey. Tell us about, you know, how did you get here? Okay. Um, so when I say, he, I guess when you say here, it's kind of like, I, I have no, I, I can only imagine where God is going to put me. So wow. and where he's taking me. So I, to, to, to start, um, you know, I was born and raised here. Um, I left here in 2009 um, I went and played football for Old Dominion University. Um, I pledged, you know, I, I started grad school, graduated, um, and then I came back home. You know, while I was in Norfolk, um, I got really, really involved in the community. Um, and, you know, just a little bit of background, I was already involved in the community here at home um, with church and youth group and being on step team and doing mission trips. And so, like, you know, my mom set that foundation early, like, hey, look, boom, this is what it's like. Is you're going to give, you know, you're going to give of your time. You're going to sacrifice because it's not about you. Wow. Um, so coming back home, um, I immediately, you know, got into the community because I had just been doing it in Norfolk. Um, I got into the community. I was working in the schools. I was doing day treatment, um, day treatment counseling in the schools. 
Um, and, you know, it was just kind of like second nature. It was it was like my passion was just kind of pulling on me, pulling on me, pulling on me. Like, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to get you closer and closer to what you're actually supposed to be doing. Wow. So, um, what, three years ago, three years ago, I, I quit my job doing day treatment and I went full time um, Airbnb in my house out. I love it. Um, doing photography, um, you know, working little odd jobs just to make yeah. things meet. Um, but, you know, I, I believed so much in my dream and into what I had um, my heart desired on and what I felt like God really put me on this earth for. Yeah. Um, I was willing to risk it all. So I love um, it. to yeah. ask, what, you know, how did I get here? Whew. My, <laughs> my grandma's prayers, my mom's prayers, my prayers, it. you know, just um, – Hustling hard, you know, staying humble. Mm -hmm. um, just to be honest, you know, it's 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 not a hard, it's not an easy road, and you know, I can't really put one thing on it. But I would just say, um, believing in myself, honestly. I love it. I love it. And speaking speaking of your mom, happy Mother's Day to Mama Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, definitely an amazing, amazing woman. Um, so so I guess talking about your dream and talking yeah. about where you kind of that passion. Okay. Um, what made you? direct your passion into the mental health field? Why, why, why mental health? Uh, that's a good question. I, you know, when I left Rono to go to ODU to play football, um, my first major was, was uh, education. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once I started getting into that curriculum, I was like, yeah, this is dead. Like, yeah. um, and then I switched to human services. I knew that I liked people. I knew that I liked to be social. I knew that I, I uh, had a gift of, you know, just being able to build rapport quick with people. Um, and so people told me, like, yeah, human services, like, you can do anything with that. Wow. Um, so I got into the school counseling track, and I thought that that was it. You know, I came back home, and I thought that was it, doing internships. And, you know, God was like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. I didn't do too well in that program. That's when I, you know, I really came home, and I started getting in social work. And, you know, the day treatment thing is really what kind of brand, kind of, walked me into that door, day treatment, in-home, you know, mental health skill building, mm -hmm. uh, case management. I've done the work. So kind of when people see me now, they they automatically see, okay, he, he, he's an entrepreneur, business. But my foundation, like you said, is mental health. Yeah. Um, so my overall approach for people, you know, even when I'm doing business is, you know, support, wow. care, like wow. love, like, wow. you know, like the one thing you say all the time, healing, like that's, that's my one thing in the back of my mind. But um, the way I use it, you know, I use it with my gift of being able to do business. Um, so I just do it in a different way. So I would say, you know, it's always been there, um, mm -hmm. but I've always wanted to do things just a little bit different than the norm. I've always been that um, I've always challenged the status quo. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um always pushing the limits and, and, and that's what we need in the mental health field. That's the whole, you know, one of the whole purposes of therapy and motion is right. you know, innovation and right. pushing the envelope of, of what we think this traditional uh, mental health field should look like because right. the problems of old are ever changing, ever evolving. So just, so why can't mental health evolve and change right. and grow? And I think you're, you know, one of the leaders leading that way. And I appreciate you for that. Absolutely. Um, so, so I guess you got a little bit uh, into it a little bit earlier about, you know, being an entrepreneur and kind of mm -hmm. branching out. I guess we'll start with one of your many companies, okay. uh, Humble Hustle. Yeah. Tell us about it. Break yeah. it down. Like, 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 what is Humble Hustle? Because yeah, when I first met you, 
I didn't know what you did. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what you were doing, but it was always this thing of humble hustle. T tell us yeah. about that. Um, so, and I, this is good, and I appreciate it, honestly. I appreciate the platform to be able to even break it down because a lot of times, you know, people get confused with things because they see, okay, X is just doing a lot. But really, it's the method to the madness, like, I promise you. Um, and, you know, if you sit with me for an hour, I can break it all down where you're like, okay, like, I get it. Um, so Humble Hustle is a nonprofit um, organization. It's not your ordinary nonprofit. Um, it is a nonprofit that is is literally focused on empowerment, engagement, um, challenging the status quo. It, it is creating the cool way of giving back, um, creating the cool way of, like you said, therapy and motion. It is creating the, the new way of um, it doesn't have to look like this for for it to work. It doesn't have to look like this to get people engaged. Um, so we have three different programs. Uh, we have our Pretty Humble program that works with young girls ages uh, 7 to 15 that provides um, empowerment, engagement, social skills, um, financial literacy, um, and entrepreneurship. Um, and then we have our uh, Humble Hikes program that takes inner city kids, um, kind of exposes them to the outdoors. And then we have our Keep Giving initiatives, um, which you might have been seeing and which, you know, people have might have been seeing circulating around uh, social media. And that's where we do our back to school drive, our coat drive and our new our new project, Humble Eats. Um, so all three of those those projects are solely meant to empower, engage, um, get the kids involved in the community, um, provide hope, um, you know, provide some substance in their life, provide something that may not have been there, you know, before they you got in, you know, engaged with us. So wow. those are our three programs. Uh, we are very, very transparent with the community. Um, you know, everything we get, we, you know, it's right back in, it's right back out, complete yeah. funnel. Um, and I think that's why the community is so engaged with us because we're, you know, we're, we're transparent. We we're in the community. We're all, our the entire board is engaged in the community, you know, in the trenches. Um, so it, it's, it's a new way of, of, of thinking about, you know, business. It doesn't have to look uh, the old traditional one, yeah. three way, like yeah. let's do it like this and show them, you know, that us millennials, we can get down too. We can get down too. No, absolutely. And, and I absolutely love it because you, you definitely um, always lead from a place of giving. So everything mm -hmm. is with humble hustle that I've mm -hmm. noticed and I've been a part of has mm -hmm. always come from this places of how can we give more? How can Absolutely. we um, open up even more doors? How can we um, touch the people who don't get noticed? That's what mm -hmm. I love the most is you you purposely, I think you, you told me one time, you you wanna be a voice for the ones who don't have one. Absolutely. You know, and primarily um, in certain parts of Roanoke City, the Northwest, um, South, South North, uh, Roanoke, in different parts, you just Absolutely. focus on um, so many areas. And like you said, really, pushing the envelope and being different. Um, so so tell me a little bit about, like you have this, I know with your clothing, I know mm -hmm. clothing, your clothing is completely different, yep. but with your clothing, I, you you have a slogan that you say, the art of giving. Right. Why giving? Like like the art of it. What What is the art of giving? Um, I, It is an art. It's because if you think about art, you know, art is subjective. So it, it, it's your own perspective of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's simple. It's, it's not, you know, it's not of me. It's, 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 it's not mine in the first place. Wow. And once you realize, um, and I feel like I realized this at a young age that um, this gift is not mine. This gift was given to me to use to impact other people. Wow. Right? So 
Um, I honestly believe giving is like the vehicle to to success. Like if you can learn how to truly just give of yourself and, you know, be humble and, uh, you know, understand that it's not mine anyway. Like I have to the only way that it only way that I can actually become successful is if other people understand and other people uh, gain knowledge or under uh, other people are impacted or other people um, are rising because of this little thing that I have. Wow. Um, so I, I think that, I think that was when you say the art of giving, you know, when I say the art of giving, you know, that hustler spirit, the humble mentality, you know, you can earn, 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 earn. But if nobody else is, is gaining from mm-hmm. what, what you're getting, then what is the point? What's the point? Um, you know, and that doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, it could be wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I can learn all of the knowledge in the world, but if I'm just walking around, you know, full, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Somebody has to, you know, somebody has to gain off of, off of that. Um, right. And it, you know, I can break that down even more, but in simple terms, you know, it's not, it's not about us. Mm. And I want, you know, even with the kids that I, you know, I'm mentoring or anybody that comes in my, you know, my bubble, it's like, I want you to know, like, I'll give you everything I have. Like, I, you know, I'll give you everything I have because it's not mine in the first place. And I know that I'm getting it from somebody else who felt humble enough and felt, you know, willing enough to to pass it down to me. Wow. And so with our programs, you know, we give in various ways. We give everything we can. And I just want to make sure that the community understands that uh, when we give, it's always going to come back. It's always going to come back. And it may not come back the way that you want it to come back. Mm-hmm. You give the knowledge you expect. $20 to come back in the next week. No, mm-hmm. it might come back five years later where you're blessed, you know, in a car accident, you never know. Mm. It's the simple things like that where it's like, okay, cool. Like I knew, I knew I did a good act. Nobody, nobody has to see it, it. Um, but it's going to come back. Like I gave, I gave of my heart. I gave of my soul. I gave everything mm-hmm. I had with a pure heart and a pure mind. It's going to come back. Most definitely. Cause we've talked about before that, you know, with giving, you know, you have to give in order for God to pour more into you. you know, the only way that, that, you know, if you're already full, there's nothing else to put into the cup. Right. So, so, so you have to be willing enough to 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 pour out your cup right. you know, to as many and as far as you can go. So so God can continue to fill you up. No, I, I love it. Um, most recently, you know, you've been doing uh, a major, you know, with the start of COVID-19, your, your mm-hmm. will started turning and, and you've um, been able to start and incorporate um, mm-hmm. Humble Eats. Yes. Tell us a little bit about, about what, you've, what you you and Humble Hustle have been able to do with Humble Eats. And I believe it's Village Grill, correct? Absolutely. Uh, big shout out to Village Grill. Shout out to all of our board members, all of our, you know, program director, volunteer coordinator, everybody who, who played a helping, uh, a helping hand. All of our volunteers, you know, the, the community, the Facebook community, the uh, people that just like the page and they're just donating, you know, um, $10 here, $100 here. Um, that's what really honestly made it work. That idea came um, with came came to us in like three days. And, you know, I wanted when all this happened, you know, you, you're you are a business. So you're, you're constantly thinking like, OK, we have to do something. We have to stay engaged. Mm-hmm. We can't lose that engagement, you know. We're here for a reason. Um, we have to show the community that we can, um, you know, we, we can we can stay with the curve and uh, we can keep up even when things are down. Yeah. Whatever. But I um, we did this because. It was impactful, one, 
um, it was necessary to, and we did something that, you know, it, it, it was simple, um, but the, the support that we got from it just showed that even when things are down, people are still willing mm. to get up, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, the amount of volunteers that just reached out, you know, in the time like this where everything's so scary, people just wanting to provide a helping hand um, just to make sure that kids got a meal, you know, on a simple Saturday afternoon. Um, and, and a lot of these kids, you know, we're just pro we're trying to alleviate that that burden of the parent. Like, hey, look, I know he, he's going to eat on Saturday. Like, <laughs> all else fails. I know, no, he's, I know he's gonna eat. you know, I know he's good on Saturday because of, you know, the Humble Eats program. So um, I, I think the biggest thing is, is I have to give all, all shout outs to Nathan. Like, it's, it's just the, the, that that's another giving spirit. And he just understands. I think he just understands, like, it's what I have to do. Like, he has a platform and he understands, like, I have to give like mm -hmm. if I don't, then what am I here for? So mm -hmm. Humble Eats was just a quick project. I think it just showed our board, our, you know, our program staff. I think it showed the community that no matter what, even if we're getting drained, like we're going to we're going to yeah. give. We're gonna this is what this is the core of who we are. And uh, yeah, I think I think that just I think it was it was perfect timing. We didn't have to do, you know a big virtual event or anything like that. Yeah. Good. But I think what we did was, was perfect for who yeah. we are. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I know I got the opportunity to volunteer and, and mm -hmm. just dropping off some of the meals and the smiles and the faces right. and the level of just appreciation was right. unmatched. And that's, that, and, and that's that feeling that you can't put a price amount on. And right. those are those little moments of the lives of the people you impact that you change forever. You don't know the trajectory that you now launch just by the simple act of giving. Do you remember how many uh, meals you all were able to give? We did uh, 115, the first one, um, 150, the second one, that puts it at 265. And then I'm like, we did 200, over 200 yesterday. Wow. wow. So, well um, over 500. Well over 500 in, you know, in three weekends. And if you take away the numbers, it's just the fact that those kids are like, they know it's coming. You know, it was consistent. The parents, it alleviated the parents. It, it provided a, a platform for community members who were kind of just stuck in the house bored. Like, you know what? This Saturday, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give some kids some meals. And like you said, the kids know. The kids can feel the energy. They know it's real. So they know, you know, is this uh, is this just, a you know, a, a something that they can just get a highlight off of? Or this from the heart. Um, the kids know that. Yeah, and and they were super appreciative, super excited. You know, just just you know, the text messages or the calls right before we pulled up and right. off the meals, the kids were just super excited. Absolutely. So that, that was really amazing. Thank you to all the other volunteers who kind of helped out. So yeah. I guess transitioning now, mm -hmm. the other part of, of what you do, you mm -hmm. know, imagine me mentoring. Yes, um, tell us about imagine me. Okay, so. Um you know, cool little background. Imagine me actually started, I have the business license. I started the business license for that in 2014. Wow. Um, and I remember uh, sitting with my mom and I'm like, I, I want a mentoring program because I was doing um, day treatment counseling. And that's where I learned, that's what I really learned. Like, this isn't it. Like, this isn't all that this kid needs. Like, 
because day treatment, you could only hit that kid in the school. So that's what, you know, six, seven hours, maybe probably five, honestly, with like pure interaction. Yeah. Probably cut it down to three. Yeah. Um, and then once you're once you're tapped out and, you know, you're 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 uh, burnt out, you know, you're just getting, you know, your, your interventions at that point. And that's where I was with it. And I knew this isn't I'm not I'm being ineffective. I'm being ineffective. I really just want to pick this kid up on the weekend. Like, I really just want to show him love. Like, I really just want him to, like, be in the grocery yeah. store with me and like, ride around with me so I can have a real talk with him. Um, so I started in 2014, and uh, that was another thing where God was just like, not yet. Nah, wow. not yet. So 2015, I'm like, all right, I'm passing out business cards, and nah, not yet. 2016, I'm still searching. I'm like, it's going to be a business. I'm telling everybody I'm getting politics. <laughs> Not yet. 2017, I'm still doing. So, you know, this is five years that I'm just praying and, you know, I'm, I just know that this is going to happen. This is going to happen and nothing's happening. Wow. But I always say that God prepared me to give um, before I got. Um, and so he set up the he set up the order perfectly, that, you know, to to keep me level and to keep me level level minded to take me where I, I believe he's going to take me. So. Um, imagine me started, you know, officially in 2018, um, we started at Highland Park and what we do is we provide, uh, school mentoring groups, um, psychoeducational groups to kids, um, in school during the day, mm -hmm. um, they're pulled out and then we get them two times a week, one to two times a week. And, uh, we do things with, you know, regarding social skills, coping skills, problem solving skills, working with anger management, learning simple emotions. Um, in, in three different levels. So we're in elementary schools, uh, middle schools, and high schools. And each level, of course, is a different type of curriculum depending yeah. on that students need. Um, mentoring is, is that's, that's like my niche. It's, 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 my, it's like my second calling. Um, and like I said, when that advisor told me like, you know, you're, you're good, you built rapport quick, you know, you're good with social skills. Mm -hmm. that's what she was basically saying like, the counseling is, is cool. Like you're good at it, but mm -hmm. you're really going to affect people with just being a professional friend. That's it. That's really going to be, you know, you're really going to be good with just providing hope. Yeah. Um, and that's the main thing. I think, you know, me and the team, we all do is we just try to provide hope. We don't come in there and, and try to, you know, be on a high horse. You know, the kids, like I said, all kids nowadays, they can read you up and down within. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they know what you're coming with and they know whether I don't trust him or, you know, I can I can break down my I can put my walls down and mm -hmm. let him, you know, let him figure me out a little bit. And that's all it takes is, you know, those couple minutes and we're in there and we're changing things. Um, just not the ordinary way. Yeah. 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 And, and that was kind of, um, you know, the angle we were we were going in is like. Because once you all started, I believe it was Highland Park for, first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it took off like wildfire. I would get yeah. tips from you. Here, another school, another school, yeah. another school. And it all came from just this, this heart of, I just want to help. Right. Um, how has, so so with that mentoring, how, mm -hmm. has, how has mentoring impacted you? You know, at, when you were young, at, did you have experiences, you know, with a mentor? Absolutely. Um I can't say that I, you know, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, who, who is truly a mentor? Like, you know, for who I am to kids nowadays, who, who was truly a mentor? And I, uh, you know, I would say, you know, my, my main man, you know, Jarrell Rose, mm -hmm. um, Champ Hubbard was, was big. 
Um, and he was, you know, later on down the line, um, my principal at the time was probably my biggest mentor, um, Mr. Dent. He was, he was, he was the one, like he kept me under, under his wing from the time I was in eighth grade, honestly. I think he, he, he sought me out in eighth grade. Wow. Um, and he was the one that, you know, I remember him showing up to my house and dumping ice on my, <laughs> to get me to practice. Cause I didn't want to play football no more. Like those were the little things that, and you know, that's just an example, but it was the the little wisdoms that he would say, you know, give me lunch money, like things like that mm -hmm. are more, they do more for me now than anything could have ever done. It's just the little things like that. Yeah. Him yeah. telling me, you know, you can't do this um, and, and helping me maneuver through this thing called life. Um, yeah. I believe that everybody needs somebody to help them maneuver through life. Wow. And I can honestly say, you know, for the kids that we work with, sometimes they don't have anybody. And so I was fortunate enough to have family. You know, I had a mom, I had a grandmother, aunts, but you that doesn't mean that that's all that I needed. You know, we need those people to show us, OK, your circumstances are your circumstances. The cards that you've been dealt are the cards that you've been dealt. But this yeah. is not it for you. It's not it. I that's can provide it. you hope. I can see I can see the holes in your situation and I want to help fill them. Um, and I knew for me, you know, uh, counseling and therapy, it does do the trick. But then there's more. There's more. There's more on that wraparound circle. What about when they go home? Right. Right. What about the weekends? You know, the Sundays. You know, the the times where they don't have anybody and there's no counseling appointment. Like that's where we want to fill in that niche and be that you know that sound advice giver, that sound support, that consistency. Most definitely. You you hit the nail on the head. It's funny how you don't realize when you transition into that position of. Mm -hmm what you had when you were younger. I know for me, um, you know, my football coach, Coach Miller Vining was was definitely my mentor and that person who saw something in me that I didn't see. Right. Because you know, we have similar stories um, as far as, you know, absent fathers, what, for whatever reason right. or, or the other. But um, it was those opportunities that, that those men at the time who were younger right. men looking back, right. who didn't have to do it, that they stepped in and kind of, picked up the mantle. And that's why I even got into this field. I said, if I can impact one kid Absolutely. the way that he changed Absolutely. my life and my view of my future, then I've, I've done it. And I, and I kind of chase him um, all the time just to get to that level of kind of helping men. Mentoring is phenomenal. And I've seen you guys in person. I, I remember being at the school, being in one of the schools and seeing all of you and your team surround a mentee in a, in a time of, Crisis and need, and you all pouring into them, pouring, pouring into them, and that team approach is super important. I think, and 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 you know, with, to, to highlight that team thing, we all feed off of each other, right? So, mm -hmm. you you you've gone through things that I haven't gone through. Mm -hmm. You can see holes in me. Mm -hmm. You're like, eh, you should probably you probably should do it like this, and that you know, this way you'll get to this point. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I can see things in you, you know, that's just the way humans work. Um, so being able to have different individuals that, that have similar but different stories, you know, it, it provides an atmosphere for that kid to to do nothing but thrive. They come in there yeah. and just their walls are down. They just want to they just want to talk. They just want to yeah. tell everything. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's where that mentoring can refer to a counselor because it's like, yeah. hey, 
everything that you're going through, I can't, I can't solve all that stuff. I can, mm-hmm. I can put you in the right direction though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's where we're, we're like that step down program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The kid has, has you know, he started to understand coping skills and he started to be able to manage on his own. He can, you know, he can step down to mentoring and he just has that, that, that sound advice person that, mm-hmm. that, that consistent support. If he's in mentoring and we see something like, Hey, look, you got a lot of trauma going on. We're going to refer you because yeah. there's some things that somebody else needs to, to manage yeah. Yeah. Some things that you have that we can't solve or we can't help you solve because that's just not our lane. Exactly. And that's that wraparound support. Um, that that needs to be you know in schools to where it hits all angles where that kid is touched in every form and facet. Most definitely, because it's super important for us to create that level of mentoring. Have you guys have that that just ability to create that level of rapport and that right. level you know where, where you can can be non traditional and kind of right. open up those doors. But as you touched on earlier you may be the only positive person that's right. telling that kid something positive right. on a daily basis. Right. And, and when they go home or when they're in the community, it's, it's this tug of negative stuff that they could um, attach on to at any given time. Mm-hmm. But that one word from you and your organization could, could be another day that they choose to make a good, uh, the better decision than the right decision. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and what you what you touched on is so many different things to mentoring that, that, that come up under just the word mentoring and mm-hmm. with what we do. Um, I think a, a huge thing is the kids don't need a diagnosis to be, to, to get a, a mentor. So, you know, going into the schools nowadays, you just see so many kids just need attention. Uh-huh. And, you know, that was one of the main things I saw is, okay, this kid has services, his friend doesn't, but his friend is going to show off, you know, and, and act out just to get that same attention because they have similar stories and he's going home to an empty house. Wow. So does he really need a diagnosis or does he just need somebody to take him out of class and wow. show him some love too? Wow. Um, so that was the thing, you know, that, that was the thing when I, that's when I really learned, like, you know, everybody needs somebody. Somebody. That's, I mean, that's, that's simple. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. It doesn't take a, a wild diagnosis in order to get that kid the attention and love and support that he deserves. Not to say that, you know, that other side of the tracks isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. But not every kid is, you know, walking around, you know, with a diagnosis that needs mental health services. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. What would you tell someone who has a kid, um, a young person and, and a parent who um, may be interested in mentoring or mm-hmm. even in your services? What, yeah. what would you tell them? Um, so, I mean, they can hit the, the website right right below that's it, that's it. It. check it out um i think it's missing an e but uh <laughs> oh, but you can you can hit that <laughs> hey boy that's why i need you <laughs> that's what appreciate more, more detail. that's it yeah, yeah you, can, you can there we go so you can yeah. hit that, that link right there and, link right there and 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 fill out you know uh, a referral sheet um you can contact us at admin um at imaginemementor.com um, you know, we're always willing to, to connect your child with someone in the community that, that aligns and that um, can help him, you know, accomplish his goals and, and kind of just open up to the next level. You know, a parent often sees the potential in their child. And sometimes the parent is just like, I don't know what to do with him. Like, mm-hmm. And then, you know, we can step in sometimes. And it's like, oh, that boy, 
you know, this this all he needs, you know. Yeah, yeah. It'll just open up, you know, like an onion. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because parents tell me all the time when I'm working with, I say the same thing. Right, right. <laughs> Here you go, listening to right. you. Know, that's that's right. amazing. And even you know, outside of Imagine Me, you know, even with your other programs, we're pretty humble. Mm -hmm. I would say get in contact with you know, getting their you know, young ladies in a pretty yeah. humble. Yeah, so um, you can contact our program coordinator. That's at phempowers uh, at gmail.com. Um, her name is Ashley Pinnell. Um, amazing. Um, we'll get you, you know, lined up and um, and figure out exactly what you need and, and get your child involved, whether it's with our program or maybe, you know, a referral to another program that mm -hmm. aligns more with what your child needs. Um, I think that's the biggest thing I can say with, with what our org and the people that are, you know, um, involved with our organizations. Um, and I say our, because it's, you know, it's, there's none of this could happen without the people that are, that are around me, that drive me every day that are like, you know, I have high, high, high expectations for people. Um, and, you know, some people, they, you know, they balance me out. So none of this, none of this can happen without th that team approach and people, other people having different resources. I don't know everything. Um, so sometimes, you know, Ashley may say, you know, nah, that's not the program or that's not what we should do. We should do it. Or you might say, eh, we should probably do it this way. Um, that's what's really gotten us to where where we are and just being, a, you know, the, the great. Um, and I say great because I, I believe in it so much that I, you know, and we're a great community organization that has provided um, programs and events and initiatives for uh, for us. Most definitely, most definitely. What what inspires you? What inspires me? Um, I think there's that's, that's an infinite number of answers. Yeah, I, yeah. I think just I just have the will to be better. Wow. Um, my inspiration just comes from my childhood. You know things that I've seen, things that I've gone through, me knowing that it's a blessing that I'm still here today, um, and knowing that you know every day I wake up, it's like if you're not gonna be better, then what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? If you're not gonna get better than yesterday, then what are you what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You get a restart. Like, wow, not everybody gets that restart. It, you know, I, I'm fearless. Um, you inspire me, you know, everybody around me um, that I can see. Um, and it doesn't be, doesn't mean that they, ha they have to be doing something, but it's just people inspire me. I think, uh, I think just, just plain, just people, just knowing that people exist and they need something and they're living for something. And I can, with my gift, I can push them closer to where they they may be willing where they may be wanting to go yeah inspires me to get up you know mm -hmm. honestly it, it, it i'm in that i'm in that realm right now where my with what i do it's not a job as you know I, I absolutely love getting up and and being able just to create um every day so it's hard to answer what exactly inspires me you know um every day i pray that you know I'm just getting better. I just want to get better and I just want to impact people and, and show people the true me uh -huh. and, and do it the most humble, honest and uh, diligent way as uh -huh. possible. 
Um, I don't know if that answered the question. No, it definitely does. It, it, it definitely does because, you know, just watching you work and, and getting the privilege of just seeing, you know, how you move and, and where, you know, just ideas would kind of flow mm -hmm. from it. And you always have this ability to execute. If you say it, that's the scary it's thing that's going to happen. It's going to get done. And, and that's one of the things that I know I've learned from you because yeah. you know, even though I'm older, you're, oh, yeah. still, you're still, still a, a mentor. And, you, and even in, in what you do, and I think that's the benefit of who you surround yourself with is that you yeah. give and you take. It's a, just an ongoing process of giving and taking ideas and encouragement mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And so just watching you do what you do is is, is, is an honor, you know, and it's yeah. amazing to kind of, kind of see um, with everything that you do mm -hmm. and everything you're going to do. So I guess that kind of brings me, you know, up to just one of the things that, that as I said, Therapy in Motion, Tim Talks is all mm -hmm. about innovation and the future. What's your hope for the future of everything that you do? Whew. Um, you know, I, I, I believe that I, I honestly believe Humble Hustle is going to be here for a long time. Um, and, I, you know, I pray that one day that it's one of the kids that I mentor that becomes the CEO and, you know, the, the board member is another kid. And, you know, I, I pray that it's like that. If it's not cool. Um, but, you know, I, I believe in. I believe in this organization. I believe that it will be a, a, a very powerful um, community organization um, that provides programs and initiatives that um, expose, engage community, engage community members, and like I said, it challenges the status quo. So it just opens more eyes. Um, around Roanoke and around the world, honestly. Yeah. It opens more eyes to the the art of giving, the the love of giving back, um, teaching love, you know, um, being fearless, you wow. know, um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, leaning in those comfortable un uncomfortable situations because you know, if I lean into that, that discomfort, I grow. Um, and I feel like that that for humble hustle, that's what I see. I see it just being a, a powerful community organization that's that's going to continue to grow, that's going to continue to to pull in community members that um, are looking for something um, that's bigger than themselves um, and something that they can get involved in that doesn't uh, that's not the traditional way of you know giving back. Um, with Imagine Me, you know I I. I I know that for sure. Imagine me will um, be, you know, the, the school-based mentoring program that's going to be um, in a lot of schools. Um, I believe our model. I believe our our consistency. I believe our passion. I believe our um, our drive and our you know our our will to truly like help that child get to where he should go um, is going to be the the thing that sets us apart from people and um our our relatability our relativity and our our wisdom and you know um our curriculum you know our, just the things that we're teaching are going to be the things that that set us apart and uh i for that for that business you know i just want to see it grow but i want it to grow the right way um 
There is no speed button on it at all. Yeah. Um, I don't care how long it takes. You know, slow and steady wins the race. Like for real, right. you know, consistency yeah. and just getting the small things, you know, perfected, um, so that we can grow the right way and we can be around for a long time. Um, but yeah, that's you know that for me, that's that's it. You know, we do I do the clothing thing as a passion. That's a passion project. Um, I love creating. If if anybody knows me, I I'm a visionary. So you know, I, like I tell you, I see I see a field, but I see a stadium. You know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just see the field and they're just like, oh, I don't understand that. But yeah. I see the stadium. I see people rah rah, whatever. Um, but I know that I need those people, you know, behind me, in front of me, and to the side of me to say like, okay, in order for it to get like this, you need to do this. You know? mm-hmm. um, I need those people, and uh, I'm growing and I'm learning. I'm still young, you know, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I'm learning, and you know, I'm, my heart is open to to whatever God has me to do. Um, I'm here. I'm just a vessel. So I'm just trying to, just trying to live, bro. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. You, you touched on something, man. The being a visionary, you know, that's something we've talked about. You know, it, you're just a person with a bunch of, of ideas until mm-hmm. you make something happen. Right. And that's the thing about being a visionary that you've uh, made. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. with, you know, even with me is, is, with whatever you see and what, as long as you make it happen, turn that mm-hmm. idea into a vision. And a vision only happens if you put a plan to it. Right. Write right. it on paper, make it plain. And and that's been one of the Definitely. biggest. Things that, so so I thank you for that. I thank Absolutely. you for being fearless to lead the way in, in in the in this style and this genre of mm-hmm. helping. You know, mm-hmm. is needed and is unconventional but that's what's going to tear down the stigma that's what's going to break down the walls as you as an individual mentor dressing the way you dress talking the way that you are able to build a report you're able to get a young person to explore therapy explore mental health service explore those more professional services if they need it because they're more likely to listen to you to go and get that help so i can't thank you enough for everything you've kind of Given to all of us, and uh, I know, man. what do, bro? I, I, I honestly, I, I mean, I have to give credit where credit is due. I appreciate you. Um, you have been nothing but nothing but love um, in my journey and our journey, whatever, um, whatever you want to call it. I, uh, I can't wait to see where you go um, with your with your passion, with your purpose. Um, just finding, I'm just being able to sit back. Just being able to sit back and watch, and I can sit there and watch you, and I'm like, I know exactly where he's at. Wow, I know exactly where like I know exactly where he's at. There's some tears about to fall soon. Like, like smiles right here. Like, I know exactly where you're at, but it's love because um, I'm I'm there, and I'll I'll break down anything. Like I said, anything that I've already gone through um, that I can help you, you know, climb those mountains a little bit easier. Uh, a walking stick I give you or some extra boots. You feel me? Like I'm there for you. And, you know, I know that you've got a hundred other people that are like, Daniel, I'm waiting for you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Pull, me up, pull me up. So, you know, I would, I would challenge you just to uh, uh, stay true, stay true. Um, be fearless. Like that's the one thing I just want to leave everybody with that's watching. Be fearless. You know, nothing comes out of, uh, out of being fearful. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing comes out of it but complacency and, and, and being comfortable. And yeah, that then just means you just you're just looking around, waiting. 
And yeah. everybody knows what happens when you just sit around waiting. Most definitely. You know, it becomes the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Most definitely. So be fearless. You continue to be fearless. Like, you know, just this platform in itself, you know, you're breaking down people. You're opening people's minds. You're bringing light to things that nobody would have ever thought of. And Appreciate um, that. I remember you saying, like, you want the next thing. Like, yeah. the next thing. That's it. That's it. I appreciate it, man. And that's all from, from watching you work and you, watching you you be fearless. So I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you enough, bro. Um, much love. Much love. On. I know you could be doing a thousand other things right now. Your time is definitely money. So I, I really appreciate it. Balance. That's what I'm, that's all I'm about right now. I really appreciate you, man. Well, I appreciate you. You have a good evening, bro. And uh, appreciate you, boy. Y'all be Yes, sir. So I appreciate you guys for, for tuning in tonight. Um, I just want to um, say thank you to, to Xavier for even, you know, taking his time to even come, come on this evening, come on this platform. Um, and to, again, I want to say to all of the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Um, to my mother, Barbara Taylor, happy Mother's Day to you. To my wife, who is just a fur mom right now, but she's an amazing fur mom. To our fur baby, sir, and a special prayer of peace and comfort to those who may not have their mothers right now. Again, they're watching over you and they're still with you every day. And in closing, I just want to say from, from my friend, um, Brandon McCall, who reminded me this week of, of just something amazing and, and a, a quote by Les Brown. He said that you don't have to be great to get started, but you do have to get started to be great. And that was just an impactful um, word that he was able to give me. Give me. Check him out at bmccall.com and the services that, that he kind of provides and everything and everything that he does. So I say that to tell you guys, even with your mental health, even with, with what, what you guys are doing, just get started. That, that, that's all we have to do is, is if you're able to get started, if you're able to take that step and to take the step towards freeing yourself from your mental health, then everything else will kind of fall into place. Make your mental health a priority. Remember, you are in the middle of your story. Everything you're going through right now is a part of your story. But you get to decide if this current mo moment is the conclusion of your story or just the body. I appreciate you guys. I'm Daniel Brooks, your host, Good Counsel, making healing possible. We love you. Peace.